Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to All Talk with Hello Sport on SEN. Thanks to Neds. Whatever you bet on, take it to the Neds level. You win some, you lose more. What is up, punters and dribblers? This episode of All Talk is brought to you by Dr. V, Australia's first and best all-natural energy drink. That's right, Tom. If you want to detox and supercharge your physical and mental health, we'll do it with Dr. V, and they're 100% natural energy drinks. It's the way to go. Back with another interview. This one is a a personal one to us. This is close to our heart, this one. Very close to our hearts. We are talking this week with a dear friend, a a close personal friend, a confidant, mm. uh, a champion of the game, Tom, yep. a premiership winner. A New Zealand captain. Exactly, at a very young age, mm. might I add. An all-round stud, an yep. alpha male, a leader of men, a yep. patriarch, a grandfather, uh, a great human being. Yeah, the only current playing NRL grandfather. In fact, maybe, and there's a very real chance, that the only grandfather to ever play NRL. Fresh off the back of a hat-trick on the weekend, but we interviewed him before the hat-trick. Some are arguing that the hat-trick off the back of our chat. Not prepared to say it. That's what other people are saying. But if you don't know who it is, you will in a couple of seconds because I'm going to say his name. Punters and dribblers, the one and only Kieran Foran. Where'd you play golf today? No, I played at Rubina Woods. We've been playing, but it's <laughs> steep. It's 100 bucks each time. Really? Pull that bit closer. Yeah, boys. Yeah, yeah. Um, no worries. I'm not good at not this. Not a big shit. podcast no. guy. No, I'm That's not. That's all right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't often do this stuff. We appreciate you doing it. Uh, no. No. It's a, it's a how, do, how do you hit them? No, I'm average. Yeah. I'm average. Yeah. Have you seen me play golf on the scopes? Did you see me play? Oh, golf? I do. I mean, I remember it. I don't know. Um, scope? Yeah, I do remember I that. But awful I, day that. That was actually very funny, that video. Yeah. Guys <laughs> talking shit to each other the whole time. Um, but are, yeah. you, are you like shit for a footballer? Because every time we hear a footballer, we're like, they're shit, and then we're playing with them. It's like we're actually awful, and then they're No, I'm, I'm getting better. I'm improving. Yeah. I'm improving. Do you have but, lessons and shit? Or no. Like, no, I've had one lesson. But um, what do I you reckon? my golf. You reckon there's any – you reckon lessons are needed? You just got to go out and play them all day, huh? Um – I don't know. It depends how serious you want to get, eh? How many times a week are you playing up here in the retirement village that I is the Gold Coast? Yeah. <laughs> Do you feel retired up here? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Potentially. <laughs> You've got to stay really focused. Otherwise, you, f- I don't know, you tend to switch off. But, um, no, it's, it's, you know, it is a good good lifestyle. Um, it, or, no, I was just going to ask about, like, now you're up here and then, you know, you're seeing – 10 years for Tino, for feeders <laughs> getting paid out the arse. You're like, oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. You know? It's a, you Give know, Desi a text, go, mate, I'll yeah. stick around for a little bit. Yeah, I might try to play another three or four years. <laughs> you know, I can drag it out. Yeah, you know, yeah, so. you can. Well, how's the body? Um, yeah, it's good. It's good. It's um, I've had a tough year with injuries. Mm. Like I uh, actually injured myself against Manly badly down there. At, well, shouldn't have left. At full points, yeah, exactly. Um, I did a bad toe injury. and. Mm. Um, 
yeah, I could, I could have probably had well, I had the option either either have surgery then, but that would have been probably my season done. Mm. Um, so I opted not to get the surgery, but um, yeah, played through that and then picked up a few other nibbles along the way. It's been. What are you, 32, 33 now? 33. 33. So you could, like, you could still reasonably have a few more years in you, right? Like, yeah. you could also retire today and people are like, yeah, well, you know, he's had a good run, but like. Yeah, I'd like to like to play as long as I can. Yeah. That's so it's, it's not on the horizon. Nah. Well, I've got next year to run contract-wise and then it all comes down to results and performance. Yeah. yeah. Once you get to my age, I think you're sort of, you're going year by year. Yeah. And you're just hoping that you're playing good enough footy to keep Rolling around. Are you? How long have you been like niggled for? You know, like do you get out of bed just and there's some niggling <laughs> away. I've been like that my whole career. I was telling the boys yesterday. Actually, I remember when I got signed at Manly, yeah. and then I went into the NRL squad at like what, 18, 19, and I remember like chocking what me on that, just looking at me going, "Mate, you're gonna be in all sorts by the time you're 24, 25. because <laughs> I'm so genetically poor, like. Poorly put together. <laughs> like I don't. I'm not elasticy. I'm not yeah. flexible. I've got real t- shit hips back. <laughs> so Zay, you sound like me, mate. Yeah. yeah, And so, like, we used to do the hurdles. You know, you see the boys getting over the hurdles. Like, it's like you're stepping over yeah, them stepping side over by the side. Hurdles. Yeah. So, like, when I was 18, I couldn't get over the hurdles. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Like it. And the boys were like, "What the? F- <laughs> you're like, cooked, mate. Like, you're going to be in dramas." But um. Yeah, so that was that was the start of it for me. So I always knew I was up against it. But, but did um, they not try and like stretch you out? Are they like no, I mean maybe not back tried. in those days? Like they there's tried. just there was nothing you could do. Yeah, I think I like I said I just, you just fold sh- back in on shit yourself, him, shit back. Mm. Um, yeah, so mate, battled injuries the whole time. This is all talk with Hello Sport, and today we're talking to Kieran Foran. Now, Kieran, given your yeah. body and your niggles, like was there ever any advice from the club? When you, at least when you're at Manly early in the going to stop taking the ball so late to the line <laughs> <laughs> and just getting absolutely folded. <laughs> well, like yeah. I loved watching it. Like I it got me going. It got the fans going. Definitely yeah. watching you take the ball to the line so f- late. But <laughs> geez, you took some punishment. No, I knew only one way, didn't I? Back then, uh, Kaidi used to joke with me. He said, Foz, you're just a lock forward playing in a number six jersey. Let's be honest. Yeah, <laughs> so, um, yeah I think. I don't know. I learned pretty early on that um, I guess that was one of my strengths. Like that was a way I could open up space for guys like Brett Stewart and that um, on the outside and out the back. So um, that was how I sort of got into first grade, really. Yeah. Like I remember training and, uh, you know, I was training with the NRL boys and I remember Snake sort of going up to Desi at one, you know, at the end of one of the sessions said, mate, this bloke, he just goes that deep in the line. He's given me that much space out the back. You know, I've got all the time in the world to do what I need to do. And, um, yeah, so I think that probably became one of my trademark things, just digging in and trying to create space for yeah. the boys out the back. How do you remember those days, like those absolute glory days? Yeah, we love talking about those days. glory days. <laughs> we love to. We do. <laughs> <laughs> we love it. Just, you know what I mean? Like... And I don't know whether you even realised when you were in it how <laughs> f- glorious they were, but oh. like, do you sit, do you sit, away, sit on your balcony sometimes at your palatial Gold Coast estate and just go, f- that were good times? Well, mate, it's been hard to, f- to top those those years. Like, yeah. it's been all downhill for me since then. Like, <laughs> but how do you get better than that? Like, you come into, I came into that side in two thousand and nine. Like, the boys had just come off the back of back to back grand finals, won the premiership in 08, mm. and like. Um, 
being a young bloke starting out in your career, coming into such an established, like, NRL side, mm. um, surrounded by, like, a wealth of experience was just, yeah, Weapons everywhere. Yeah, it was such a cool experience for me. Um, and it was, like, great learning for me too. Um, but, yeah, it's hard when you start early on in your career at such heights, like, yeah, you know, and such a, like, yeah, like I said, world-class team and, um, you're playing grand finals, and were you aware of it at the time, or is it is it only when you get older that you sort of look back? And yeah, reflect? it's only now, as you know, my career has gone on, that you realise how lucky we were to to be involved in in such a side like that. Like yeah. you know, it's it's bloody hard to make the finals, mm. let alone to go on and play in grand finals, and you know, to be fortunate enough to to win the premiership with the boys in eleven, and then go back to another grand final in 13. We won it, mate. Yeah. <laughs> we won that <laughs> grand final. Yeah, we were <laughs> we, uh, see, we see it as more as four in, four in that, what, five, six-year period. Yeah, well, yeah, we <laughs> seven, we oh, seven, eight, eight, eleven. Well. We, we don't accept that loss. No, we? Uh, go seven, mate. No, we won that one as yeah. well. Like, I'm not saying give me a ring or anything or, like, yeah. give us the prep. Like, but <laughs> well, we won it because they like, cheated. Who's running the show back then? Was it gifty? Like, I've heard from a couple of different people that it was basically Deswood, Loosely come up with some sort of game plan, but yeah. Gifty go, listen here, bro. <laughs> I'll be running things today. If you oh, they all had their different, um, I guess, moments of of power. I guess if you call that, like they, um, that leadership group worked really well together. Mm. Um, but yeah, Brett and, and and Glenn were, you know, like powerful influences on that group, um, but. You know, then you had guys like Jamie Lyon and Jason King who were the co-captains and, like, really influential leaders, um, you know, during a game. Um, yeah, it was just – but it was stacked with, I guess, guys that had been there and done it and were sort of at the top of their game at that time. Yeah. Is there, like have – you, have you been in a team like that since? Not necessarily in the sort of – again, it was one of the great sides all time, um, but – just, I guess the way the leadership system works in terms of the relationship with the coach and players and all that sort of stuff is that is it quite unique in your experience? Yeah, very unique. Yeah, I've never been involved in in another, I guess, side that's similar to that in the sense that those guys, um, yeah, they just had a lot of pulling power, I guess, with within the club and and with Desi and Desi certainly listened to them a fair bit and mm. um, not that he doesn't now, but. You know those those guys. Yeah, like I said, they they knew what what worked and 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 what the side needed to do, and um, yeah, they could have a, a fairly strong hold on that. What's Des like? Because I mean, I I've told this story a few times on the podcast. When I was in radio as a producer, it's worth repeating. I didn't have. He was like it was in he was in between jobs. Sorry, Des, you got sacked. And I think it was bef- it might have been post Bulldogs. So he was doing like breakfast radio, like he'd come in and talk a bit of footy. And obviously, if you've ever heard Desi speak, riveting, great voice for yes. radio. Yeah. Um, but I didn't know he was coming in and the producer, like the main producer was like away or some shit and they didn't give me his number. He didn't have my number. So I'm just sitting there going, where the f-? I was, I think I knew he was coming in. Nowhere. I'm like, where the f- is Des Hauser? Like, I'm still with you. we're about to start. And then I finally get his number and I call him and it's pissing down rain outside. And I've just left Des Hasler in the rain for like 45 oh, minutes. God. And look, he was not stoked coming in. I couldn't have been more effusive in my apologies. And he was pretty chill. Like, I mean, he, what the f- are you going to do? But, you know. <laughs> Punch you. Well, he could have punched me. He, could, he certainly could have done that, and that would have probably been deserved. But, 
you know, like he seems like kind of a is he is he different to the way he's is seen in the media, the way he's like sort of front facing bad yeah. persona is? Yeah, he's a bit of a piss take sometimes when he when he fronts the media. I think like when you know him um on that level, you know he's he's a bit tongue in cheek at times mm. with the media. Um but yeah, no, he's a oh look, Des is a winner. I guess that's probably his greatest trait, mm. I would say, would have been when he was a player and um, having been a coach, um, I think he just he lives and dies by winning and um, he sort of, I guess, that filters down into the, the groups that he coaches and, um, yeah, he's... But you guys would take the piss out of him and stuff, wouldn't you? Like, for sure, yeah. Yeah, no, he, he likes a joke. He's not. He's not all sort of huff and puff and yeah. serious all the time. Like he's he, he likes to yeah loosen the collar and have a laugh at times. And how do you then like as a younger player coming in? When do you feel comfortable enough to start you know taking the piss out of the coach? Yeah. Like, is it immediate? Do you have to like earn your stripes? Like, score yeah, a I reckon it takes a while. Yeah. I, I don't know as a young bloke if I would have been um, too eager to take the piss out of Desi, but <laughs> certainly as you get on and you build that relationship with him, yeah. you feel like you can. Um, pull his leg a bit. Yeah. yeah. Did he ever let you in on his like his hair care secrets? No. Nah. Because his hair is it's just... luscious, isn't it? Oh, but I mean, like, let's be honest, <laughs> mate. You had a fucking ginger. top knot for a period of time. Oh, you I got did. some luscious hair. Yeah. On, yeah. If you let it go, your hair is Des I'm, Hasler. I'm actually tempted to grow it back now. You're going so, back. Yeah. Well, hey. when Des comes up next year, yeah, you can maybe. be ready. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It looks like honey just flowing. <laughs> <from the> <laughs> he does have a good um, head of hair, doesn't no, he? No, he does. What is he? Sixty three, like. That's right. Like not looking like it's yeah. really going great. It's not either. going anywhere. Like it's just well, that's a great point. True. The color as yeah. well. Sandy. Um, he was. Uh, I remember. I think you were telling me this time, but he didn't. He doesn't. He or didn't. He used to have this like system, mathematical equation, where he'd sort of like yeah. he'd weight different parts of the game. The and he think he could. Yeah. yeah. He's very. Um, he's very um, stat driven. Mm. Like he's, which is a good thing in a way because he um, sort of. That's how I guess he breaks down where he needs to improve, like where the side needs to improve and, mm. and where it's, you know, um, going well. Um, so, yeah, he's uh, he's got numbers for everything. And he, he talks in 4.6, 3.6, you know, depending oh, does he? on – Yeah, he's not talking threes and fours. He's, oh, okay. he's talking he's decimal, decimal points. Decimal points. Yeah, 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 real specific. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Bad scientist shit. Yep. Can that become a bit draining? As a like, you're just like, listen, dude. I know he's about to come become your coach. So like, but you know, nah, at least you know him already. Not draining for me, mate. Nah. I love it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Are you yeah. a bit of a nerd like that as well? Like a rugby league nerd? Like in terms I'm a, of that? I'm a footy head. Yeah, yeah, I love me footy. You watching? Yep. How many games are you watching? Like during the season, I imagine it's quite consuming. You still watching every other I'm team? I'm watching every game. Really? Yeah, I'm really? watching every game. And is that enjoyment? Uh, like, how many, what I love percentage it. enjoyment yeah. and also, like, an analytical? Nah, I love it, yeah. I would do it even if I wasn't playing. Right. Yeah, so, um, yeah, it's good to watch other teams just to get sure, a, you know, get an idea of how they're playing. But, but I love I, I just love watching footy. Tell you what, rugby league guru would be nervous hearing that. Yeah, he would. You know, the rugby league we always say, geez, yeah. nobody's yeah. people watch every game. Yeah, media guy. Big Foz giving him yeah. a run for his yeah, money. Yeah. You are listening to All Talk with Tom and Eddie from the Hello Sport Podcast coming to you on the SEN Airwaves, and we're chatting with the one and only Kieran Foran. Now, Kieran, who's who's your favourite player to watch? Oh. Don't like giving out credit Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. Hey, Joe Brimson. 
Say someone in your team. I like watching Penrith at the moment. Yeah. yeah. Um, what player? Like, is there someone yeah, where you're like... Yeah, look, Nathan Cleary's great to watch. Yeah, right. Do you hear um, his date in Mary Fowler? What's that? Do you hear his date I in Mary I did Fowler? read that somewhere the other day. Mm. It was just an ice cream, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> hey? Yeah, well, but, you know. But, I mean, well, this is ice, ice cream. cream. How far is an ice cream going? Well, the <laughs> with an ice cream, like, I mean. Yeah. <laughs> Sam, it's pretty suggestive, I think. Yeah. Ice cream, yeah. I mean, like, unless you're, as Eddie said... Power couple. Well, it? it's a serious power couple, right? Yeah. But unless you're filming an ice cream commercial, sharing an ice cream with another human is quite... <laughs> it's romantic. It's romantic. Oh, it's yeah. intimate. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 I mean, it's a couple of steps before taking your clothes off, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> oh. um, he seems to be someone, again, for someone like me and Eddie, who'd done what we're talking about largely... From a rugby league perspective, someone yeah. like Nathan Cleary, who everyone sort of obviously he's won back to back comps and he yeah. is who he is, right? But like, how do you see someone like him coming through? Is he like the complete footballing package? Is it? Yeah, he's right up there. Yeah, for sure. I think he deserves all the credit he gets. Um, like for a bloke, he's, he's 25 mm. and he's already achieved so much in the game. Um, and then the quality that he plays at each and every week. And he doesn't have. He's got hardly any weaknesses in his game. Like, you know, there's not too many footballers that you find like that. He sort of ticks all the boxes, uh, which shows you, A, how gifted he is and, two, how hard he works on his game, um, which is really impressive to see. And, um, yeah, he's, got, he's going to have one hell of a career, you would think. How do you keep, how do you keep those young fellas at bay? Like, is there, is there something that you try to focus on more that you think you've got an edge on them over? <laughs> In the sense that, you know, you've got these young stones coming through. I, I speak of Reese Rolls, different position, <laughs> yeah. but Jesus Christ, yeah. like he's 20 years old. He's just absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. What do you have to, what do you find your sort of strengths are now as you got a bit older? Yeah, I guess, yeah, they're so, um, I look at these young guys coming through now and they've got it all. Like they're so talented, um, you know, uh, they got speed, they got skill, they got size, strength, they, they've got it all. Um, I guess for a bloke like myself now, it's just a matter of, well, one, I, I always say continue continue to evolve, you know, like grow grow my game each and every year, add something new into it mm. um, and just try and have a point of difference, you know, like um, I've got to try and stay stay in front of the in front of the pack and keep up with the game and yep. um, as you get on in your career, you don't want to become stale and, mm. and fall behind, so... Um, yeah, I, I just I just try and improve my game each and every year. Each you know each season brings something new to the table. Is there an anxiety to that to like to sort of constant improvement in terms of like when you're trying to bring something new to, the, to your game each year? Yeah, is it a specific? Are you identifying what that is at the start of the year? I want to get or in the yeah, off season, I want to sure. get better at this or like this is this thing, and then I'm just going to drill down on it as hard as I can. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And you might actually pick up on things that other players are doing that you're not doing. Right. Um, it might be something like that from the previous season or, you, as you said, you sit down in pre-season and go, shit, what do I need to get better at and strengthen in my game? And there's always something you can strengthen um, to, to become a better player for your team. So, yeah, that's that's how I've sort of gone throughout my career and I think it's allowed me to continue to play at the level that I want to play at. I wanted to go back quickly, just back to that old school, uh, the old manly side that we just. You mean the decade of dominance? Decade of dominance, <laughs> great size all time. Like, I remember, I think it was Scope who sort of talked about this. Uh, I believe it was. He was saying that at the time, Manly's approach was more of like an old school camaraderie first, get the f- 
boys just pumped up around each other approach versus Melbourne's Melbourne. very statistical, work hard, extra, train your dick train off, your dick off yep. hyperbaric chambers, <laughs> carrots for every meal, no beers, that sort of yep. uh, approach. Is You see that manly side as like the sort of the last time that that old school mentality was – yeah, rolled out six. Seven. Where ripping and tearing was actually just on the schedule. <laughs> yeah, which sure. was like this: I know you got a rip and tear on Thursday, yeah, yeah. and again yeah. on Wednesday, Friday. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I do for sure. Yeah, I don't think there'll be another <laughs> era like that or another side that was sort of the last of it. And yeah, it was it was unique. Mm. As I said, coming in as a young bloke into that culture, like still drinking midweek. Yeah. <laughs> Still partying after every game like yeah. mad and then playing in grand finals at the end of the year. Yeah, so, yeah. still um, being able to back it up. And yeah. Do it and, yeah, but that just shows you the mental toughness of those blokes. Like, uh, as you said, um, different way of looking at footy to what probably uh, other clubs were doing at the time, but mm. um, those guys could they could do it all. Eh? They yeah. train hard, they could play hard and then party hard. Is that the, that was, I think I remember not to. I can't remember what Scopes told us in privacy and what he said on a podcast. <laughs> We're not going there. Yeah, you should, no, 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 you no, should no. be able to tell. But, but but in terms of like um, the the dudes who like like to go party yep. the hardest, but they're also like the they would they would train the hardest. Like yeah, it was like they would also set the standards. Oh, for sure, in to train. And yeah, like completely sort of. Yeah, there's a number of them that you yeah. know they could um, you know enjoy a win on the weekend and and sort of you know we'd all go out on the mm. on the beers and then. Um, you know, they'd turn up Monday and, and be winning all yeah. the fitness drills. Like, you know, they just they knew how to get the job done. They knew how to get their bodies right for each week. And then, mm. um, yeah, some of the injuries used to watch what like what they played through was, you know, I often say to people now, you know, when people ask me about my injuries and how I play through, um, what I, you know, what I continually play through each game, um, I'll give a lot of credit to you know, having watched what those guys right. played through Doing, in yeah. my younger days, you yeah, know, yeah. The, the amount of needles that they would, you know, get before a game in order to play. And then uh, I remember watching Chockey play with a, a um, ruptured bicep one year. I don't know if you remember it. Would have I, been remember, I mean, I've seen it since. I'm like, he didn't get it fixed. It nah. looked all the way up here. It was one of the most painful things I've seen. He, he did it mid-season, I think, and the, the, they said to him, look, you can get surgery, but it's ruptured. Um, but you'll have very little strength in your arm. I don't know how you're going to tackle. And he goes, stuff it. I'm just going to keep playing. Really? I'm not getting surgery. He's a different sort of yeah. beast, though. Like and it um, seems like just absolutely. Like imagine a ruptured bicep. Yeah. You can't. You'd have hardly any strength in your arm to tackle. Yeah. And he'd roll out there and put his body on the line for 80 minutes each and every week. And I remember just thinking, like watching the pain he was in each tackle, and just going. And he Holy. just just kept going, just yeah. rolling up, doing yeah. it again. God, they were good times, different. Kieran. F- um, good times. They yeah. were. <laughs> different beast. I remember Joey was, he always says in telecast that halves, everything slows down when they get to like 27, 28. Yeah. Do you find that? Or is yeah, it still it real quick? Nah, it slows down. <laughs> oh, the game's fast. Yeah. I'm still finding my lungs out there. But nah, it does slow down for you in the head. Um, I think that just comes with experience and sort of the more games you play, then you sort of get a better feel for, you know, what's coming and what's not. And, um, yeah, it's certainly, yeah, I, I see things differently now to what I did, you know, eight, ten years ago. So, 
Yeah, I'd agree with that. It does it does slow down for you, and I think you slow down as well. I was going to say, do you notice things that maybe you wish you had a twenty year old body, but then with a thirty year old mind? Well, I never forget what Dave Penner Dave Penner was um, me and Cherry's under twenties coach at Manly. Uh, great guy, great coach, mm. and um, I'll never forget. He said he said something to me one day. He said, um, and he was a great half himself, and, and he said that. When you start to slow down with your speed, like as you get older, yeah. you'll slow down. He said you'll become a better ball player. And I, I remember thinking, shit, what do you mean by that? But um, I actually understand it now because I think in my earlier days, I was still at a bit of leg speed and mm-hmm. you're sort of going at the line 100 mile an hour. You're doing everything fast. You know, you're, you're looking to bust the line and you're, you're not seeing everything as well. And I think... As I've gotten older and I've lost a yard of speed and I'm a bit slower now, you've got to find other ways to actually pull apart a defensive line. You can't just go gangbusters into the line and try and, you know, break tackles and create something that way. You sort of got to see the whole picture. Mm. And I, I think that's that's what he was referring to, is as you slow down through your legs, you'll um you'll actually become a better ball player. And I think now So maybe on, like start of a season, you're like, I need to. One of the goals of this season is to get slower. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Imagine that. Yeah. Uh, don't I'm do too that. fast. I need to slow down. No, nah, I don't think you want to do that. But um, yeah, you're probably not. I think when you get to my age, you're probably not making as many line breaks or scoring as many tries, but yeah, mm. you're creating just as much in different ways. Yeah. Have you enjoyed the – everyone was like when when – uh, Foz gets to the Gold Coast, he's going to like unlock David Fafita. Is it a lot of fun having a beast like that outside? Yeah, yeah he's, a, he's a special player. He is. A, yeah. it's, it's ridiculous. Yeah, it's been great having a guy like him run off me. Um, mate, he's such an athlete. Like he's... He's a, he's a f- he's, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, he's like what, um, you know, I don't know what he weighs, but, you know, like he's a, he's a big guy and he's as fast as anyone in our team, you know, especially over... What, zero to 20. So you really, can imagine yeah. having a guy like that punch a line off you. And then on top of that, he's got silky hands and skill and offload. He's sort of got the – he's got the whole lot. So, um, yeah, it's been – mate, I've loved it. Yeah, do you it's, it's like, been great. Do you – when you sign with them, are you like – do you have an approach as to how you're going to try and get yourself sort of ingratiate yourself within the team <laughs> environment and like how you – like? Do you speak to players like him in passing on knowledge? Like, this is what I want to do and this is what I want you to do and this is how I think we should be playing and all that sort of stuff? Yeah, I think um, once I got up here, I sort of worked out um, pretty early, you know, what Dave's strengths were and and sort of the guys around me, what their strengths were and how I would try and complement that mm-hmm. um, through my, my ball playing. And, um, yeah, it was a pretty natural sort of process um, once I got up here. So you, well, you've been around at a few clubs now, actually, haven't you? So I you're have probably five. used to you used to yeah. slide into clubs. Yeah. Do you get <laughs> do you get nervous before your like first day? First day at school, it is a bit like that. Back yeah, it is. Like yeah, yeah. Your new kit yeah, I everything. say that to everyone. It's like turning up to a new school, and <laughs> yeah, it, it doesn't get any easier. Like yeah. um, I still get nerves rocking up day one and mm. sort of introducing yourself. Don't to know everyone. where the yeah, going. getting to know everyone. You're yeah. like the lost school kid, you know, walking in. It's like, where's my locker? And boys are like there. The sheds are just there, and um, yeah, it's but it's it's been good. I've I've enjoyed it. You're listening to All Talk with Hello Sport. We're on SEN, and today we're interviewing 
the great Kieran Foran. Now, Foz. That must have been nice, like, going back to Manly and playing with Chez again. Like, it did was, you froth mate. that? Yeah, oh, it, was, it was unreal. Yeah. It was great. Like I said, um, after everything I'd sort of experienced in the previous years, and um, at that stage, mate, oh, my career was sort of – it was up in the air. Like, People were writing you off. Yeah, hey, they were, yeah. Like, like, it was, like, I'd had three really bad years at Canterbury in terms of injuries, and I thought that when I'd played there, I'd played – Played all right, you got but player that like you yeah, were when you were on the field, yeah, just bringing games together, you were still in good form. But I, yeah. I played like three years of basically half seasons, mm. yeah. Um, and I had really like weird and unfortunate injuries there, and um, yeah, basically when my contract was up there at the end of 2020, that was the COVID year. Mm. Um, mate, I was I had no one like wanting to sign me. Yeah. I thought that was the end of me. I was like, shit, is this really how it's going to end? Yeah. Like. Mate, I didn't work my whole life and train as hard as I've trained to like have my career fizzle out like this. Out Bulldogs yeah. player, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> injured, yeah. yeah. Just to just to be sort of, I guess, perceived in that way yeah. and like, yeah. yeah, live with that for the rest of your life. Just, mate, I couldn't stand the thought. But um, yeah, you Lucky. managed to turn it around. Yeah. Was it 2021 when we had that? Glorious run in yep. the top four, and Tommy yep. was absolutely killing yep. it. Made the yep. prelim. What was that like again? Because yeah. of all the things you'd spoken about, the injuries, yep. all the different clubs, and yep. like to come back and to have success. Right, you played most games that year, yeah, I think. Yep. Like, yep. what was that feeling like? Putting just 50 for your on yeah, yeah. smoking yep. these beaters, some of your former <laughs> yeah. teams. Like, it was. You it know, was, it, must it have was a good. crazy year, wasn't it? Like because the six again rule came in, and yep. the game just opened up, and, mm. and then Tommy just. Found this patch of form that I've never seen. <laughs> it was ridiculous. Wasn't that just absolutely absurd? Yeah. Like, what was it like silly. watching him on the field? Like, how do you describe that? Oh, you just, mate, like, I don't know. You, you don't want to sound disrespectful to other teams and that, but, like, the way he was just running through, like, the middle of teams and mm. that, like, it was just, we'd never seen it, really, no. in the game. Like, and I think everyone would agree, like, Never seen a bloke just 10 metres out, just go, give me the ball, let me and charge yeah. over five blokes. Yeah. yeah, Like, when had we seen that really in no. the NRL? But not just do it one week, like he did it consecutively. Which he did just, it every week. Yeah. yeah, which was just, yeah, it was just the way in which he was scoring. Almost, I think it, it was almost disrespectful in the way he was scoring, where he's just like, <laughs> Don't, all right, yeah. there's nothing on here. Just give me the ball. Well, he beat like well, there was a game. Cowboys, yeah, Cowboys. Guys, he beats nine, guys. ten guys. Yeah. Like we just hadn't. I don't think seen players a player do that in no, that yeah. fashion. And no. and then there were games like I was saying that he would just there would be nothing on. He's like, give me the ball three meters out, and I'll just yeah, yeah, put the ball Thanks over. And charge I feel like he can late. still even <laughs> obviously he's been unlucky with injury since then. Yeah. But I feel like even the games where he's played this year, he's still able to do that shit. It's about oh, him just sure. trying to like string it all together. But I mean that that season was one of the great yeah runs he's like you've ever seen. Yeah, when you talk, you're a footy head. Do you, yep. do you talk? Would you talk much footy with him? He seems to seems to be very intelligent yeah, and like get the game on a different yeah. level. Yeah, he does. He's he's as smart a footballer as I've played with. Um, he understands it all. He sees it. I like to think. Say tall, he gets a bird's eye view of it. Yeah. You know, I think Tommy's yeah, got yeah, the yeah. advantage. He's got yeah. the bird's eye. Yeah, that must be but, basically um, got drone footage from there. He's he's, um, <laughs> he's like he's five steps ahead of blokes on the field. He knows what's coming. And then he's got the just the he's got the silky silky skills to go along with it. And um, 
Yeah, mate, that year was was something else. Where's he sit in terms of players you played with? Is he the best, or is it hard to quantify? Because it's like yeah, different eras are hard. Like yeah. I always say that when people say, "Oh, Brett Stewart, Tom Trevojevic," it's like, well, Brett, Brett Stewart didn't play within the six again era. 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 Yeah, so, yeah. You know, different the and the um, it was lower points scored back in that era. Yeah. Probably more, more, more. It was the more wrestle. defense. Yeah, like you'd win games eight four, or yep. you know you could win games six nil, things like that. So Brett never played in the era that Tommy played in, so it's hard to compare. But um, oh, Tommy sits right up there, yeah. eh? Like especially like what we've seen him do, and he's yeah, he's, mate, he's a freak. He's, yeah, he's a you've freak. you've got to play with some weapon fullbacks, haven't you? Yeah. Brett Stewart and Tom Trebojevic, yeah. just two of the all timers. And I'm, I'm sure I know there'd be other ones in teams that I just choose not to remember. Well, the other ones aren't important, no, Brett, relevant. No. Brett had the best anticipation I've ever seen in so, terms of like when there's a break on yeah, or something. Yeah, Brett, yeah. Brett could anticipate the players in his team, and he knew what they were going to do, when they were going to do it, and he was there for it every time. I've never seen a player have that anticipation like Brett. Like, he, he just – you watch his games, he was there every time. Yeah. He knew when an offload was coming. He knew when a break was coming. Mm. It was – yeah, I, I always said to him, I've, yeah, his anticipation was just like nothing I'd ever seen before. And do you have a bit of coaching in your future? Is that something you're – like as a footy head or like yeah, something I, you would like to do post-career? I'd like, I'd like to, yeah. I'd, I, you know, it's – it's all I've ever done is rugby league. Yeah. I can't really see myself doing anything else. Not that Accountant. I'm, yeah, I'm not shut down. No, I certainly won't be in here doing any of that. <laughs> I no, I think um, staying involved in the game is yeah. something I would enjoy doing. Yeah. Do you Have you sort of felt anyone out about coaching? Setting, yeah, coaching? Not yet, no. Not yet. Um, I used the analogy the other day. I said to uh, a, few of the, a few of the guys at the club, I'm trying to drain the – the rag dry, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Like get every last me, drop out yeah. of it, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I'm yeah. not uh, a <laughs> couple well, of bones left to break. Once, once <laughs> that rag's been sitting out in the sun and it's crusty, it's crusty. You know, that's like how I want my body to be by the end of it. You know, like yeah. I think uh, I'm the sort of guy I want to finish playing, knowing that I got every ounce out of it as possible, and then um, and then I'll focus on uh, what's next. But yeah. um, not too much thought. Yeah, I think now. I think you know naturally I'd like to sort of progress into that coaching role and mm. um, whether that's going back in sort of coaching, you know, the lower grades or it's you know going you know straight into an assistant role. I'm not sure. Eddie's yeah. got a, a div a div to uh, Oztag team. No, you could coach us if you, when you retire. Div play div, div two, uh, div three. Just Probably. if you want to cut your team. Well, if you want to cut, early. yeah, come down and, and coach us in div two Oztag. Ten no, good no good at Oztag. I wasn't fast enough. Well, mate, you, you, neither are they. Neither <laughs> are they. But that's why that's why it'd be good to have it you down be nice. there. Have you ever have you ever had a really good preseason, right? Where you just thought we're f-ing on here, and then it's gone to and shit. then you get to the first game yep. or the first ten games, and you just start getting tailed yep. up. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I've had that a few times. <laughs> I've gone home after preseason and said to my wife, we can win the comp here. <laughs> gone out round one and been towed up by 40. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it can deflate you pretty quick. Yeah, yeah, preseason's a funny thing, eh? Like, because you can you can train that hard. You can be in the best nick of your, your life. Um, you can feel like, you know, your, your moves and your training runs are, are going really well. But... Sometimes you're running that against your, 
your same opposition, like you're doing it over and over again. Yeah. And you're getting used to, uh, you know, running your plays a particular way and other sides that you come up against in the NRL aren't going to defend that way. So mm. it can be a little bit... Yeah, Jarring can, when yeah. you accidentally come up against, up against them. Yeah, so... um, Yeah, it can be a bit can, difficult. Yeah, so it can happen. Yeah. Perception isn't always reality. You can nah. be thinking you're red hot. Yeah, and then you can have pre-season. a shit pre-season and then, you know, things go well. cracking year. It's, I find it strange uh, that teams can finish a season sort of top eight or you know top four and then the next season with with similar players yeah sort of miss the eight yeah is you look at the cowboys who had they keep going on and on and on about their red hot pre-season last yep. year that was affected this year because of the world cup like is is other are the margins so small that it's just any sort of inconspicuous factor can tip you one way or the other for sure yeah yeah yeah, 100%. I think that can happen every year. Um, and I think also, like, teams get on a roll sometimes through a year, like, you know, through confidence. Yeah. Through having hot. no injuries, they get in red-hot form and they win seven, eight in a row and the next minute, mate, they're sitting top four. Mm. Um, but it's kind of like Newcastle a little bit this year. Yeah, and then that, like, that could happen to any side at any given time. Yeah. Um, and in saying that, you could be on the other end and, and cop a, a, a stack of injuries – you know, get done in a few close games, find yourself out of form, and the next minute you're down the bo- in the bottom four. Um, so, yeah, I think the competition is so close that you can find yourself one year going from, you know, third or fourth down to third or fourth last. Which is always fun. Uh, it's a fun experience yeah, as a worried. fan. Were you ever close to uh, spurning your Kiwi heritage and, you know, Donning the sky blue of sky South Wales. And, and we are half Kiwi ourselves, so, you know, Aotearoa, brother. Yeah. You know, um, we're all good. I, I did... Uh, brothers here. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Um, I did think about it. At, uh, well, not think about it, but I guess when uh, back then I'd played in RL, I made my debut, and then I had to um, pledge my allegiance, you know, one or two weeks after that. Um, oh, okay. So, so really early. it was really early. And um, and you played for the news for Kiwis super early. Were you like super 20? early, I played Captain at nineteen. Them? No, I played. Yeah, well, I debuted for the Kiwis later that year. So yeah, um, yeah so I I made my decision, you know, pretty quick. And um, I guess for me, you know, I I'd grown up um, very passionately about New Zealand, mm. um, having been born there. You know, like every Kiwi kid, sort of idolizes you know their you know rugby heroes and yep. and league heroes and um yeah I, I think you know when i moved to australia that didn't change like i didn't i didn't move to australia and then all of a sudden you know, yeah to go go the green and gold mate you've actually <laughs> held you've managed to hold on to a kiwi accent better than anyone who's no, lived here for a, i i don't reckon i reckon you've I re- got like the most you've got like probably the most australian yes. kiwi accent of all time but you've still got like still heavy like, kiwi you, you reckon like, yeah. yeah i reckon for sure um, no my wife tells me i've got the most ocker aussie accent of all time there's no <laughs> kiwi left in it but uh, left in it. there yeah, you go there's, there's no a little bit there's a little bit at the back end wait till i get around the Bros, oh yeah, then you start. Like, oh. <laughs> thick and fast. How, how old were you when you moved over? No, nah, I was about eight years old. Okay. Yeah, so like, but I it was well and truly entrenched in me by the time I moved over. Yeah, like yeah. I was, 
when New Zealand was playing Australia in the Bledisloe, like I was, I was yeah. not supporting Australia once no. I moved here. I and was, you were beating the shit out of us in the Bledisloe, <laughs> so, you know, it's been um, good times. Yeah, no, that was when the games were quite close. Now they're not. <laughs> well, that's actually true. Where how would well, you Well, they're close if we play the B-side. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Grim. So, um, no, nah, look, I, I think um, for me, I, I've always been a passionate Kiwi and um, – could yeah. you do the haka for us now? No, I can't do that for you. <laughs> um, but I love Origin. I do love Origin. Yeah. Like, I think everyone loves Origin. You would have thrived in Origin. In that <laughs> you would have. I, I would have enjoyed it. You would have. Yeah. That'll keep me up at night as well. <laughs> yeah, do you, like, do you ever think about Jesus Christ? Because you were friends with Mitch Pierce, Pierce growing up yeah, as well. Like, you yeah. guys would have been the halves. Yeah. Well, I guess, yeah, because I did move to Australia when I was so young. You know, I had the option to to play, mm. I guess, you know, pledge my allegiance to, to mm. Australia and, and, and play Origin. Um, but, yeah, I guess. Kiwi. Stuck with me, yeah. stuck with my heart. Yeah. Um, and and I, I'm glad I did. Yeah. You know, like, you know, there's always a part of you that, that enjoys watching Origin, but it, that's one component of it. The other component is if you choose Origin, then I would have had to play for Australia, and I yeah. don't think that part of it. Felt right, yeah. Had I been picked, it's Tom and Eddie here from the Halo Sport Podcast. You're listening to All Talk. We're talking with Kieran Foran, the one and only Foz. Now, how old um, were you when you were captain? Was it 20? Were you 20 when you were uh, captain? Well, I captain the Kiwis, I think I would have been 22, right? But yeah, it was that uh, must have been a bit of a trip, yeah, mate. Yeah, that was yeah, one of the proudest moments of my, of my career, yeah. Um, yeah, still remember it. Um, yeah, Simon Mannering went down with a calf injury and um, Steve Kearney sort of called me in and yeah. basically said, mate, you're going to take the reins. And are you I, like, I'm 22, Steve, yeah, what are you doing? Yeah, I was like that. I was like, are you sure? Like, uh, you know, sure you don't want to give it to one of the older guys? and To an adult. Uh, you know, <laughs> and at 22, you feel like a kid. You're like, I don't I know, know what the hell these adults are doing. These big weapons. 22-year-olds are young. Yeah. You well, I look at our – like, I look at – some of the guys in our team at 22, and yeah. I'm like, you know, geez, I was bloody captaining, <laughs> captain in bloody New Zealand at this yeah, age. Yeah. Like, it was... Were you mature? Like, were you a mature 22-year-old? Yeah, in parts. In like parts, footy, yeah. Footy-wise, I was mature. I yeah. was, was pretty immature off, off the field. Yeah, 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 yeah. Had a lot of growing up to do. But, um, yeah, I, was, I think I was mature in terms of how I looked at rugby league and how yeah. I approached my footy and, yeah. and things like that. So... Um, I like to think that I, I always led um, when I sort of stepped onto the field, and um, yeah, I think I'm I'm a natural leader in that sense. You know, I just you know I just do everything I can to to try and win a game of footy, and um, yeah, very very humbled and grateful to get that opportunity back then. Yeah, that's a cool mate. Uh, as we uh, as we wrap up, uh, yeah. thank you very much again for coming on. We uh, we weren't sure whether you're aware, but you're currently. And we've sort of gone through the history books. The only grandfather to play in the NRL. Yeah. Oh, How's that Trevojevic feel? Trevojevic has tipped you up. How yeah, do you, mate, thanks for that. How yeah. do you feel about you know, Poppy been, Foran? We've been calling you Poppy Foran. Yeah. Poppy Foran, yeah. I know Jake and Tom have put you up to this, so thank you. <laughs> Can we say step? I am step Poppy. Well, step Poppy. Yeah. How do you, um, you know, what's, what's been a grandfather it's beautiful. like? It's beautiful. It's great. I uh, get lots of cuddles. Yeah. Yeah. Elbow patches. Are they yeah. coming out yet? Like you know, the walking stick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you boy, you're the body of a grandfather. I, I feel like it at times. <laughs> yeah. That's why I can get away with it, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. No, it's, it's pretty, uh, 
It's pretty cool, eh? It is cool. <laughs> it's cool. It's, it's cool. Yeah. It's Especially because cool. you're still playing. Oh, I know. Like, it's ridiculous. Yes. yes. Have yeah. you... Jake um, and Tom had a good laugh about that one. Yeah. <laughs> Especially Turbo. Yeah, I bet. Yeah. Mate, I was thinking, again, like, coaching-wise, right? If you yeah. go into coaching... Des can't coach forever. You grow your hair out. You're kind of the new Des of think? Australian coaching. I don't mean. Yeah. I think and then good. Manly's always done well when an old I'm boy man. who's ah. won a comp comes back and takes over. Okay. Now you're obviously saying. we're close that circle of friends. You get us into the coaching yeah. setup. We boy yeah. the boys. Yeah. We're just in there for you know. Who's running off. a um, offense and who's running defense? No, nah, we're not in there for any sort of attacking now. It's so all about mentality. It's, it's we're about, mentality oh, coaching. We're mental skills coaching. coaching. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Like what it takes to win and be a winner and stuff. Yeah. You know? yeah, yeah. So look, I've just done so much winning over Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's, that's probably right. a good spot to leave it. Yeah. Mate, thanks for coming on. It's all been great good. to chat with you. You're thanks a legend, for having mate. me, thanks guys. Very much.